Welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. And you guys, I am happy to talk to you today, even though this is my first Mother's Day without my mom. Very, very surreal. I got together with my brothers and sisters last night, and it was a wonderful time. We all were together last year with my mom at the retirement assistant living home and we all were there then and we all came together last night my mom and your mom just moms in general but my mom was an amazing mother and now that i look back on her life she dedicated her life to her children. This is what my mother wanted in life was to be a mother. She took care of us. We were always clean. Seven children now. We were always clean. Our hair was always neat. And we better be behaving. We better not argue or fight or else we were going to get a whooping. You don't fight with your brothers and sisters. They're your brothers and sisters. These are the best friends that you are supposed to have in life. And my mother taught us that because I remember that my two younger brothers had got into a fight. Oh my goodness. My mother didn't care what the fight was about. She didn't care whether it was right or wrong. They both got a whooping. And they're fine today from it. These kids, you guys are letting run everything. Do you know they're kids? You're supposed to be raising them, teaching them right from wrong, teaching them how life should be, how life should go. You people are letting your kids run your life and run the household. You have to teach these children respect. You have to teach these children kindness if they're not kind. I remember my son, he had to be like about five and he was coming into the theater. We had went to the theater to see some Disney movie and he came down the aisle and he had his eyebrows all frowned up and he hit everybody down the aisle. And when I when he got to me, I said, what is wrong with you? You can't just go hitting people coming down the aisle. Who do you think you are? That helped him a little bit. And then one time he took a school picture and he made this face. Actually, it was very cute. But 
I didn't want him to feel like he could just do anything he wanted to. So I made him retake the picture. I still got the picture of the cute little frown he made, though. But sometimes we have to tell them what's right because that's the only way they're going to know. If you let them think not right is right, then that's how they grow up. And that's how this world has gotten to be like it is. We are not teaching our children what life should be like. The respect of people. The other day, I met these two little girls. I had seen them when they were a baby, but I hadn't seen them since then. And now they're five and eight. They said, well, what's your name? I said, Miss Norlinda. I got a nickname, so I, I had told them Miss that name. But I don't want you guys calling me that, so I'm not telling you. <laughs> I said Miss with my name. And their mother said, that's right, because I don't play that calling adults by their first name like you're an adult. you got to teach them respect. And this was a young mother. She is not even 40 yet. And she was like, that is how they learn. I said, yes, you got the right idea. Her girls were delightful. And I enjoyed meeting them. And we took them to get donuts because they were amazing. Now, my mom, as I said, dedicated her life to us. She was working for a little while when we were growing up. I remember she used to go to the hospital and she used to sterilize the instruments. And then by the time I was five, and remind you, I'm the fifth child. By the time I was five, I don't know if she had just realized that she was pregnant. I don't remember, but she stopped working when I was five. She also had always stated that the reason that she stopped working is because she had daughters that was entering into junior high school and high school. And if she's at work, how can she raise these girls to be ladies? They would go out the house and have on anything. Short dresses or just short shorts. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you guys, first of all, <laughs> that the, in the beginning of this Someone Should Have Told You podcast, I played boys to men. Mama, you know I love you. That is who that song was from, Boys to Men. You know, being a mother is one of the most important roles in this world. You are responsible for life. You are responsible for who your children are going to grow up and be. You know, I used to be, <laughs> people probably don't believe this, but I used to be quiet and mousy until I had my first child. And I remember sitting there looking at my baby saying, I am a mother now. I am responsible for another person's life. I am responsible for who this person
person may grow up to be. I need to put all that I have into this child. And then I started to read books and they said, your child's mind is like a sponge until they're six years old. So I wanted to just pour information into their brain. I wanted to just give them all that I could give them in these six years. I started reading to them when they were in my belly. I read to them as newborns. We'd sit on the porch and I would hold them and read books. Both of my sons love books. To this day, my younger son, when Harry Potter came out, and we had to stand in line for the Harry Potter books, and I think I worked midnight, so really my husband stood in line most of those times with him to get those Harry Potter books. And he was on a softball team, and he had the book while he was in the dugout reading those Harry Potter books. And the coach said to him, hey, I know reading is fundamental, but I need your head in the game, which is just a cute little funny story. But they loved books. Right now, my son will tell me, sometimes I just go and get a book because sometimes I just want to hold it in my hand. You know, they have all these audio books and everything now where you don't really have to read. You can just listen. And that's nice when you are doing other things and in the car or whatever. That's wonderful. But the books are were amazing and my kids love them. And that was part of me just trying to be a good mother. I even read to them when they were preteens. And I had read the book, My Teacher Was an Alien. Then found out it was a, a three-book series. And I was all into the book myself. I couldn't even wait to go to the second book and the next book. Oh, it was awesome. Great. But my mom, my mother who dedicated her whole life to her children. The only thing that mattered to her is that her children were happy and having fun and living life as they could. She was working, as I said, until I was about five. And then she wanted to make sure her girls wasn't leaving out looking like any kind of way. So she told my dad, I am not working anymore. We got these kids and I need to raise these kids. So whatever you cannot give me, I won't have. Because these little people, these children are what is most important for our lives. And she showed that she was dedicated to us. She did the laundry. The house was clean with seven kids, even though everybody had chores, but I was the youngest. So my chores wasn't that big because, I mean, it's only so many rooms in the house. And so my chore was to vacuum down the stairs with the vacuum or clean the little windows that was in the foyer when you come through the front door. 
and then there was a little foyer, and then there was a, a door with windows. I had to clean those, but pretty much that was it. So that made me, when I had children, and I would give them chores to do, and if they didn't do it right the first time, I would be like, okay, you can't do things right unless you are shown the proper way. And so here, this is what mothers do. So you show them the proper way of doing things. Say, for instance, the bathroom, because my husband was like, oh, my goodness, you told your son to clean that bathroom and it is still not clean. I said, well, we can't yell at him until we have properly shown him. So we properly showed him. And then next time it better be done right or there will be some consequences. So that is the merit system. And you reward them when they do great things and consequences when they don't or when they do something disrespectful. Because I tell you, they will get out in public and embarrass you. And my mother used to say, if you embarrass me out, you're going to get it right back. Whatever you do while you're out is where you're going to get it. And I know nowadays they're like, oh my goodness, don't spank your kids. I'll call the police. But there is a difference between abusing your child and disciplining your child. And somebody has to discipline the child when they do wrong. So my oldest son, you know, he used to get a spanking or whatever, and I would feel so bad. Oh my goodness. I'm like, oh my goodness. I feel so bad because you love these children so much. So I would feel so bad when he had to get a spanking. So I told my husband, and I said, maybe we shouldn't spank our children. Maybe there's a better way. Even though I'm not always spanking them, I leave that to the last result. And so they weren't getting that many spankings, but when I did, it just hurt my heart so much. But my husband put it in perspective for me. He said, you better whoop his little behind now so the police don't have to whoop his behind later. And that just made so much more sense to me because I am the person that is supposed to be raising this child. I have to send him out into the world ready so that he can live a life that is calm and quiet and not running from the police or doing things to other people, being respectful, being kind, and just trying to live your own life and move forward to set you some goals and go towards them. Because if you set goals and go towards them, you're going to eventually achieve them because you're working towards it. So had to teach them those things in life. We had to do things that were enjoyable, like take a day and go to Cedar Point and just have a wonderful time. My mom was so dedicated to her family that she even in church took on the kids' choir because she had the most kids. So 
she became the director of the kids' choir, and my dad became the the president of the junior choir. I mean, you got most of the kids. You got seven kids, so you got kids in junior choir. You got kids in, it was called the Sunshine Band. <laughs> so my mom had the Sunshine Band. My dad had the junior choir, and we went to church every single Sunday. And there's nothing wrong with that because when you are trying to teach your children, every little bit helps. And so we went to church every single Sunday. And guess what? Church was so much fun. Even though you'd be in church and you'd get distracted and talking out because my mother's sisters all went to the church too. So therefore, all your cousins were there. And so you'd get involved in talking in a conversation and something and you doing way too much. And my dad was a minister. So then when I would look up and he was looking at me and he just would take his finger and or sometimes it could just be a look and we would calm ourselves down. And I'd be like, stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. Because. They didn't beat the heck out of us, but we respected our parents and we knew that we would get in trouble if we got too much out of line. And that's all it is. You're not abusing your kids. You're letting them know you keep it straight and everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. We're not just beating our kids just to be beating them. You're beating and not even beating, you're spanking them, you're disciplining them. And if you said something you ain't had no business, you was going to get popped in the mouth. And then you knew not to say what you had said before. I mean, it's just a little bit of structure. And I've heard people say, I've never got, you know, a spanking or whatever. And that's great. That's great. And you're still a good person. That's great. But I see that, especially with boys and moms as single parents, sometimes you got to get rough. I never cursed at my children because I respected them enough not to curse at them. And then if I did say a curse word, my kids would be like, oh my goodness, you made her mad. You made her so mad. You made her cuss. She's really mad now. So they knew the difference because I wasn't just going around cussing up a storm, calling them out their name. I treated them with respect. So they knew how to treat each other with respect. I used to tell them, do you want a nice mother or do you want to be for a mother? Because I can be both. Whatever you need, I can be it. And that is what I used to tell them. So then they were Smooth, I believe, probably out of their lives that they have probably gotten at the most, at the most, because I don't think it's even five, five, at the most five. And I say that because when those little boys are like eight years old, they try you. They think they're getting, you know, to be a man or whatever, and they try you just a little bit and you got to put them in check. And then once you put them in check, they're good. And they just roll on through. I remember my older son maybe have a couple of spankings in a week. 
like maybe two or in a week because he just kept trying me. He was eight years old and he just kept trying me. But you do what you got to do. You do what your children need for you to do because you want them to be a respected part of community. My mom, she gave us chores. She was always busy, whether it was cooking, washing, you had to wash walls, you had to fold clothes, and she wanted her towels folded a certain way. And I can remember folding those towels, and I was like, oh my goodness, when I grow up, I'm never folding my towels like this. And I just was like, what is wrong with folding it in half and then folding that in half and folding it in one more half? My mother was like, no, these towels have to hang up in the bathroom. And so you lay them flat, you flip over one side, then you flip over the other side into each other where they meet. And then you fold the towel down and then you fold it again so that then when you unfold it the one time it's ready to hang in the bathroom oh I was like I can't believe she's just gonna make us keep folding these towels like this but now I understand the towels are beautiful when they hang like that that's the proper way that I was taught and so when I first got my own place I did not fold the towels like that and then when you get ready to hang them up then you have to (laughs) take them loose and refold them (laughs) so that they look nice. But my mother, my mother, my mother, my mother, even in her state of dementia, we would make her so happy. She might not have known who we were by name. She might not have known that we were her children because she thought we were her sisters sometimes. But when she seen us, She knew she loved us, and she would say, hi, baby, and that give you such a tight, sweet hug that it was memorable. It was memorable even in her dementia state, because she would be like, hi, baby, and then she'd be like, is mama in the kitchen cooking? And I'd be saying to her, my mother is right here, and your mother better not be in that kitchen cooking. As we gonna get out of here. <laughs> so it was just our way of just dealing and laughing about the things of reality that you couldn't do anything about anyway. So you just do the best you can with it. My mother, she was a teacher in vocational Bible study. Because you had the most kids, so you might as well just get in and start helping out. And we did wonderful crafts. And I remember all of these things. I remember the village that was the church, my aunts and uncles. And, of course, other people that was not related directly to me. But they feel like family because that was the community. And that was where my parents raised us. And with seven children, as I said, a village was needed, but my mother did all that she could to make us the best that she knew how to do. And that is all a mother is supposed to do, is to do your best for your children. You brought these children into the world, now you must do your best 
that their life will be the best that you can possibly prepare them for. And that is what a mother does with the love. You know, I was sitting at the park with my husband and it was a lot of commotion going on at this table. This mom was walking around just fussing and cussing. Her daughter was sitting at the table and another young woman was talking to her daughter. I heard the woman say, you don't want to run away. That's not going to get you anywhere or anything. You don't want to run away. And then she started talking and was quiet. And then the mother would have an outburst and say, I'm the mother. You're not going to just do anything you want to do and be here. I, you got to do. I'm the mother. What I say is the last word. And you cannot overpower me. She's just talking, but she is cussing up a storm. And she is just talking, talking, talking. So my husband and I, we were like, okay, we were playing dominoes. He said, okay, this is our last game. Then we're going to get up and we're going to go for a walk. Because it's like so much commotion over here. I said, okay. But when we got up, I just stopped at the table and I said, excuse me. I want to say something to you, young lady, because your mother loves you. Because she wouldn't be out here with all this fussing. Even though I didn't say anything about her cussing because I don't know these people. And I don't recommend that you cuss, but if you got to get your point across at a certain time, I don't know. I don't know what it was really going on. So I'm not judging this lady, but she was cussing up a storm and yelling and just, so I said, listen, your mother loves you or else she would not be here trying to tell you. It is so many mothers out there that might not love their children, that have given their children away, that just don't bother with trying to raise their children and let them raise themselves and they get in all kind of trouble. I said, these streets are not going to do anything good for you. I said, you do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do because you got a mother that cares and you better know that that is a blessing and you better respect that and understand that you are the child and that your mother is trying to do the best for you. I hope that that little girl listened to me, but she did start smiling because when I said you better do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do, then that mother was like, thank you so much. Thank you. That is so right. Thank you. Thank you. And the girl started smiling. I think maybe I got to her. I think maybe she understands because you only get a short time with your family and your children as children and to raise them. That time goes by so fast. Before you know it, they are adults. And so you can't waste any time. You have to take that first six years and just pour information into them. And then after that, you still are giving them information 
but about different parts of life. How to set a table, how to eat at a restaurant. Me and my son, younger son, my older son would be at work with his dad and me and my younger son, we started going to a restaurant once a week. So he would know how to eat at a restaurant, eat at a table with people around how things should be. And so if you don't show them how things should be, then they don't know. It is your job as a mother to put out quality merchandise the best way that you can. And they will never, never let you down if you put all you can into them. They may stray for a minute because they have to find out who they are. And so they can't always, when they just right up under you, constantly, all the time. So give them air, let them find out who they are, and they will never, ever, ever let you down or lead astray. They used to say this one thing in church all the time. If you train up a child in the way that they should go, they will not part. And that was something that was always said as I was growing up and that stuck with me. And I love my children so much that you still just want to do whatever you can to make them happy and pleasing and then hopefully they will think of me like I thought of my mother and no one said that I was a perfect mother. No one said that my mother did every single thing perfect, but we both tried our best to be the best. I know that my mom did an excellent job and I thank her for her dedication to her family, to her children, and I appreciate her so much and I miss her this Mother's Day and I am always a better person because of her. As far as me being a mother, I hope that my children think half as much of me as I think of my mother. I just hope that they they could. They tell me that they do, but I am not going to be the one with the big head because they always tell me what a good mother that I was. But the best thing that they tell me when they went off into different cities that people always said, oh, your mother raised you right. And that is the best compliment. And I try to give it to as many people that I can who I feel like are good people. Your mother raised you right. It's time for me to go. I really, really enjoy talking to you as always. And just do your best and love your mother to the best of your ability because mine is gone from this earth now. And I just want to hug her. 
I just want to give her a hug, give her a kiss, and tell her what a great mother that she was. But I did tell her while she was living. Because when I used to go over there and take care of her, I used to tell her and my dad all the time what great parents that they were. And I grieved with my mom because with that dementia and things, I had my moments by myself with my mom. And I remember we were listening to Corinne Hawthorne and Natalie Green at the Dove Awards. Look it up, people. It is an amazing song. And it is Speak the Name of Jesus. And I had a moment. I was braiding my mother's hair. I had washed it and I was just getting her together. And I just broke down. It was just me and her in the house. And I hugged her for dear life so that, you know how they say, give the roses while they're alive. Give your mother what is necessary. Tell her what a good mother she was right now while she's still alive. Don't let it pass and you haven't told her what a great mom she was to you. Appreciate your mothers, guys. And I will talk to you again soon. I love you all, each and every one of you. And I wish you the best Mother's Day, Mother's Week, and year that you can possibly have. Thank you. You can listen to me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Listen Now, Reason Podcast, YouTube. When you go to YouTube, you probably have to type in my name, N-O-R-L-Y-N-D-A. Murray is M-U-R-R-Y. And I'm going to try to get some new stuff out on YouTube with videos soon. That would be amazing. With my family, that would be amazing. So, I'll talk to you guys again soon. Have a great week. Love your mothers. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.